Hey girl, you feel that? That's boyfriend material. This is episode 21, The United States of Leland from 2003. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe Two, and this episode is brought to you by 65% polyester, 35% cotton twill. You mean 65% polyester, 35% cotton twill? No, that's boyfriend material. Is that, here's a guess, is that what a prison jumpsuit is made of? That's a thousand percent what that is, yeah. Nailed it. Pretty obvious one. This is a movie that I think I talked about before, that this is one of the two Gosling movies we have not talked about yet that I had seen, and I remembered almost nothing of it. But I think, I, some, <laughs> somehow a in, in the vestiges of my brain, I had remembered parts of it and I jumbled it all together, because my guess, when we get to it later, for mostly least boyfriend material moment, is that I thought Gosling was autistic. He's not, but that is a key element of the story. Sort of. Although it is. I, this is a movie where not a lot happens, and I can't imagine this is going to be a super long podcast because... I hated this movie. You hated this movie? Wow, okay. I hate this movie. This this is the first movie we've done in Gossing where I was like, I want my time back. This wow, movie, okay. Yeah, I was not a fan. Just like, it just did nothing for me. I don't know if it's the day or what, but I was just like, fuck, this was bland. So here's a very important question. Would you rather watch this or La La Land? I would rather watch... La La Land and Stay back to back. Wow. This again. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I thought this was fine. I think that this is. It's not for me, man. It was like. Oh, I I don't want to see this again either. Like I'm not saying that I enjoyed this. I just think it's uh it's certainly a thing. It's it, I finished it and said that was a movie. Yeah. For sure. I, and I also am just disappointed because the cast was so great, yes. and it's a lot of people that I really like, Yep. and just, like, it went fucking nowhere. And kind of before they were stars, too. I mean, Kevin Spacey was obviously a name, but this has yeah. got to be one of Kerry Washington's first movies. It's got to be one of Jenna Malone's first movies. It's got to yep. be uh, one of Michelle Williams' first movies. Probably yep. one of Michael Pena's earlier movies, for sure. You know, Gosling is not that far into his career, and yet it just, it's all like, oh, somebody else in it that I like, and then they're just... It's whatever. I was so waiting for something to happen, and they give you the murder at the beginning, but you don't really figure out why he murdered him. Like, they never really explain it, unless I miss something. I just realized, as you're saying that, that uh, this is similar to Stay in that way, right? Where it's like, you, you're, you're introduced to a violent act at the top, yep. and then you are, sort of spend the next hour 45 or whatever figuring out how you got there. Which is fine. I, I'm not anti this storytelling method. I just don't think that they do this well. I think the biggest takeaway from this is this, this is something that I did not know before I watched the movie again, because I saw this back in, I think, college. Why did you ever watch this? Can we talk about why you ever picked, a, like, was there a re? Do you remember why yes. you chose so either, to watch this? Either Melissa, friend of the show, Melissa Lynham, or her sister told me to watch this. And I don't remember. Why? I think, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Let me actually email, or let me text her right now and see if she can respond. Text message out into the universe to see if she responds while we're recording. There is this movie, and there's another early Gosling movie, the only other one that I've seen that we've not talked about yet, which is The Believer, they said to watch. And I think The Believer is held in regard, held in esteem, that this is a movie that uh, people really like his performance in. This one, I don't know. I mean, there are people, when we get to the Letterbox game, people love this movie. Why? Because people love every movie. I think that's the way that's to look true. at it. Every, there's something for everyone. I get that part. Uh, but what I was saying before is that the guy who made this movie, the guy who wrote and directed this movie, only wrote and directed two movies ever. It was this and one before this that seven people have seen on IMDb. That's not listed on Letterboxd. So I don't know if it's a short. I don't know if it's a feature. I don't know if it what it is. But this is basically... For all intents and purposes, the only thing this guy ever made. Yeah. I I think the problem in talking about this movie is that there's not a lot that happens in this. No. Do you want to talk about the, like, 
the plot of this movie? It starts out, Gosling is seen with blood on his hands. Yes. Literally. Hey, Gos, what's on your hands? He has blood on his hands, and a kid is dead. A kid is covered in blood. Yeah. And we find out that Gosling stabbed this kid. We mm-hmm. don't know why. Mm-hmm. And we don't find out why until, like, the last two minutes of the movie. But why? Did, did they actually tell you why? Other than he was just, like, sad about him? That's essentially it, that he saw this kid. So it is this girl. So his relationship with Jenna Malone is complicated. Like, it seems like she's sort of using him, but it also seems like she loves him. And it seems like they're in a relationship, but not. And yeah. this autistic boy is her younger brother. Yep. And he sort of becomes friends with the family and spending time with her. Picks him up from, from his after-school program, or maybe just from school or whatever. And he sees this you know, computer aide or this, this this teacher in this classroom say Helping to him, him, you know, just like basically being nice to him, but he says in the, in the voiceover, in the monologue, she's never going to like him the way that he can clearly see the kid likes her back. Fair, but that's not like her problem. Right, no, his. and that's that's fine. I think that's the whole yeah. thing. Like, this is, this is not Gosling's problem to solve either. But between that and the scene of him walking as the kid rides his bike and him just like riding straight into a bunch of branches that are down i think he just feels sad for this kid so you murder him (laughs) like that's the thinking i feel sad about a lot of things i never thought about killing them before that's such a weird thought process behavior you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like that's like near sociopath level like i can't explain it and i think that's the problem is because it's not a good thing obviously and also what chris klein does the brother or the boyfriend or who whatever like the, i feel like a lot of the relationships in this movie are both they what is the and relationship not? between the american pie guy i'm assuming he's chris klein right yes i think so i know him from election he's the guy who kills gosling yes he's with michelle williams right they're kind of like a thing i think so the sad queen the sad queen yes so American Pie, Sad Queen together. And she is sisters with Jenna Malone, who's Gosling's sort of girlfriend, and the, the heroine autistic one. boy. Yes. Oh, so all of them are in the same family. I think so. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just fucking explain who these people are to me. Like, how do you have this movie that's, like, supposed to be, like, draw you in emotionally, but, like, you don't... I don't even fucking know if these people are, like, are in relationships or not or anything. It is weird, and I don't know why it's... In, I think it, it's intentionally it so vague? vague. I think it's intentionally... It, it's, it's one of two things. It's either intentionally vague or poorly made, and I don't know what it is, and if it's intentionally vague, I don't know why. Yes, that's totally with you, brother. Like, I elucidate something for me to just make me more interested in the movie. Because yeah. stuff is constantly happening, but I don't know why or, like, what's going on. I think the only two parts of this movie that I was really engaged with, and it's really mostly one, is the Don Cheadle stuff, and not the Don Cheadle stuff with the women, but, like, the Don Cheadle stuff when he and Gosling are in a room together, I feel like this movie is working. Outside of that, I, don't, I agree. I don't think that there's a lot to really enjoy here or love here. And also, Don Cheadle is, like, being kind of a douche in this movie, right? Like, he's, oh, yeah. like, using... He's using Goss because he wants to write a novel, and that's, like, the premise behind it. But Goss's father is Kevin Spacey, who who's also a, who's writes... Who's, like, a world-famous author. He's trying to, like, help him figure shit out. He seems like he kind of cares about Gosling, but he also doesn't because he's just trying to write a book about him. Yeah. He seems more interested than compassionate. I think he's, like, this is... Because he talks to... I don't know if it's a correctional officer or just a guy who works or another teacher or whatever, but he's like, if you talk to this kid, it seems like he couldn't hurt a fly. The movie sort of posits that he murdered this kid out of compassion, and I think that's what's fascinating. I don't know what the takeaway is here. I don't know either. 
moving moving along. Yep, yep, keep it moving. Point. Keep it moving. <laughs> keep it moving. How do you feel about Gosling's weird voice in this movie? I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I don't like his moppish brown hair. I think he's got very oh, his hair is stupid. Soft, tender eyes. I think the eyes I think he I think he's this is an interesting type of character. I just don't know that it necessarily works. I also think this is kind of a fascinating, in a weird way, prequel to the Robert Durst movie, because this is like where he got his murdering start. Or maybe not. Maybe we have more murderers yeah. in Boyfriend's Hero. I don't know. Murderer in all Goss things, murderer again here. Yeah, but it's like different kind of murderer though. We don't get any <sighs> Yeah, I'm hung up on it. I really didn't like the voice thing because he's like, like wispy or something. He has like a small boy's voice. How old do you think he's supposed to be playing in this? Like high school? Yeah, he's supposed to be like playing like or maybe 16. like sixteen, just graduated. No, because the other guy's older. Because American Pie guy is older, and he's getting ready to go to college. Okay. 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 So he, I'm saying like sixteen. That's what it has to be. I wonder if this was based on a true story. I hope not. Follows the meek teenage boy, the eponymous Leland, who's inexplicably committed a shocking murder. In the wake of the killing, his teacher in prison tries to understand the senseless crime, while the families of the victim and the perpetrator struggle to cope with the aftermath. film was re- received negatively by critics. 33% of Rotten Tomatoes, Roger Ebert declared it, quote, a moral muddle. Yeah, a moral muddle. It, muddy is, is a good word for this movie, I think. I feel like we just don't know anything about Gosling, and I feel like that's where it, 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 it's it's short. I wanted his motivation. Okay, so here we talked about how I'm disappointed in this movie. Yeah, I really don't enjoy it. I don't want to watch it again. If I were making this movie and I wanted to fix it, if I was fixing it, mm-hmm. I think that one of the most interesting, cool ways we could have handled the thing would. And how I thought this movie was going to go and redeem itself at the end was Gosling actually had, like, a quasi-sexual relationship with the the boy. Mm, okay. Like, there's more to it. Yeah. I thought that it was going to be, like, deeper. And, you know, you see him hug him. I thought that he was going to, like, the boy was going to try to either make a move on him or, you know what I mean? Like, some kind of, or he was going to make a move on the boy and there's, like, a struggle. You know what I mean? Like, he, like, pushes him away or something. But no, they just, like, hug. Yeah. And I was, like, hoping, like, oh, man, that would be a really interesting dynamic to see. Maybe he, like, fought, like, you know, he was, like, in a relationship with the kid's sister, but not really, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I was hoping for. Gosling's character is just sort of adrift in the world, unloved by his parents, you know. Yeah, he's kind of a free reign, yeah. Taken in by that family in New York, where the mom is Sherry Lynn Fenn uh, from Twin Peaks, who I love her in that, so I... Again, I don't know who this lady is until the end. I was like, okay, but is... Who is she to him? She's just somebody... They're, they're a family... And I had to look this up on Wiki. They're just a family that finds him. That his that Kevin Spacey tells his mom, basically, that I'm flying him to visit me, but then sends Gosling somewhere else because he doesn't have time for Gosling. But he's like, oh, you should see New York. You should see Italy. You should see New York in the spring or whatever. And so he ah. just buys Gosling a plane ticket to go somewhere. So it's like he's doing a nice thing for him, but he's not showing him love. And I feel like this family is the first time he's ever felt love... And then that becomes this weird, subverted kind of love when he eventually goes back to New York, finds out that Sherilyn Fenn and her husband have divorced because he's been cheating on her the entire time, and then he and her have sex? I don't know, like, they at least make out on the cat. Like, I don't know what that is, but it's like this mother figure that he then sexualizes. And I think that he just doesn't know how to express love or affection, and I think that is just confused, but there's no end goal to that. It's just like he's just adrift... We don't know really why he is the way he is other than his father didn't love him, but there's no yeah. payoff to that. Like, the payoff nope. is that he murders the kid, 
but so what? I think I just don't like the reasoning of the murder. Like I need, I needed something greater as a motivation than this. I, I can't relate to it in my head. I can't even imagine it. It's probably one of the most unimaginable things I can have. Is that you're like, oh, I'm so sad for something. I killed it. Like that's not how this works. Like if he was like, I'm so sad about this kid. I killed myself, or I'm yeah. so sad about the kid. I killed a bully, or her, even mm-hmm. her. Right? Like if you'd kill anybody else but the kid that you feel sad about, I don't. That it would. I think it would work. Yeah, yeah. I was really confused by this woman that he had a relationship with at the end too. Yeah, that's that's the same woman that he just met in New York. That I think. Yeah. They just take him in because we don't. I think he just doesn't have anybody at home. Like I don't know if we see his mom. It just feels like he just doesn't have a support system. It's not like he acts out routinely. It's just that he does this one thing. But again, I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know either. Gosling at one point in this movie stabs himself in the hand to, quote, know what it felt like. So that's a thing. Yeah. One of the most boyfriend material moments, I think, is when he meets Jenna Malone. He sort of scares off a creepy, lurking older man in a record store. Yeah, because he because he was interested in her because she had the schoolgirl uniform on. Yeah, I was actually uh, this is actually really funny. I was talking like I looked at Rachel and I was like, "Hey, Rachel, you want to know how you never have a schoolgirl fetish?" And she was like, "How?" I was like, "Go to Catholic school for twelve years like I did. <laughs> Does absolutely nothing for me seeing a girl in a uniform." Well, that's what she up. says. That it's you know you're supposed to not stand out. Like when you see that and you're in that world, it's just oh that's just it's what so you wear. bland. Yep. Yeah. Like, I always, you know, see girls being like, oh, like, I'm, you know, the Britney Spears thing. I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. nope, not for me. Doesn't really do anything because to me that just like, it kind of like looks like work. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure that nobody has a fetish of girls being sexy librarians if they're a librarian. Or it's a super fetish. And that's why they work that. That's why they have that job. It's like, ooh, I'm around this Ooh, all the time. Just fapping all day at work. I guess so. It, it does sort of feel like maybe Gosling is autistic because he isn't really in touch with his emotions. Like he, he he's reflecting yeah. back. Like this movie is told in modern day where he's in prison for maybe half the movie and then flashbacks of basically how he got to prison. Yep. And he's reflecting back on how he didn't really feel bad for Jenna Malone. Like he couldn't, he didn't have emotions for her. He just sort of like knew that was sort of what he was supposed to do or whatever. But then they show him when he was a, a young boy at a funeral and he sees another boy crying and he sort of like apes that. And I feel like it's, you know, he's just sort of closed off. I mean, it's a lack of familial support. It's also in that way kind of, and I was thinking about this earlier when you said, you know, you just, getting angry and sort of misplaced rage not at all the story but like kind of fight clubby where it's just you're, you're sort of seeking emotion from other people and you're sort of aping their emotion and you're sort of getting off on that like all the support groups yeah edward norton just destroying jared leto because he wanted to destroy something beautiful you know what i mean it's just like this misguided but that's, a, that's a different that feels real though right it does. like I think that that's what it is. It, I, I'm just like, I'm so non-believing of it. Like, I'm removed from the movie. Like, I'm just like, I I can't buy into any of it. I can't buy into any of their relationships. I can't buy into anything that happened at all, the motivations, right. nothing. So yep. for me, it's just like, it's just, I, I feel emotionally detached like Gosling does in the movie towards the movie. That's yeah. What, what's frustrating, what's, what's the struggle about this movie is that he isn't sure how to react to this world, and we're not sure how to react to him in this world. And I feel like he's doing things just because he feels he's supposed to. Like when Jenna Malone runs away with her drug dealer boyfriend or whatever for, for a couple weeks or whatever, yeah. uh, Gosling walks the brother home because he's like, that's what I'm supposed to do. Like, I don't think he has any uh, affection toward him, or maybe, maybe he does, and maybe that's why he murders him, because he feels so much for him, but we don't know at that point. We don't know that he's sort of 
got these feelings other than we know that he murdered someone and I think we learn early on that like it's you know a special needs kid or whatever and so I think you're supposed to piece it together but it's still from what you see there it doesn't feel like there's a connection between the two of them he's just doing it because instead of him walking Jenna Malone in the boy home he just walking the boy home because she's nowhere to be found it just feels like it's perfunctory for him yeah and I'm I'm confused how like American Pie comes to save the day and like rescues her from the heroin den which didn't seem like, I don't know, this kid seemed like he was a, a heroin addict that was in school. He seemed like a random college kid. The kid from American Pie shows up and, like, beats him up and drags her back. The way it seems, it seems like he has, like, a crush on her. Why would you be involved? Like, is, this is either a brotherly reaction or, like, a mysterious love reaction. Like, why is he so emotionally attached to her and what Gosling is doing? Like, when he's in a relationship with her sister, why does he care so much about her? Yeah. This is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I don't know. I think this whole movie, like, the, the, the point of it, kind of, is just misguided or misplaced or whatever emotions, but there's no explanation for why they are the way they are. They're just all messed up because they don't know how to, like, I guess, you know, like most people, they don't know how to sort of cope with life in some way, but there's no gratifying payoff. It's just like, this is how they are, and this is what they're doing. And this is a thing. We could have seen them. You could have shown us their motivations and shown us that they didn't know each other's motivations of what was happening. The movie would have made a lot more sense, right? Like, you like you can tell us that they don't really know why she's running away with the guy. or You know what I mean? Like, Gosling doesn't know why she's running away with the guy, but he's attached to it, whatever, whatever, whatever. But, like, they don't. Yeah. I did really like, and this is, has nothing to do with anything, but I do like that they mentioned Stefan Marbury on The Sun. So I was like, oh, man, that's memories. Like, that's firmly... 2003, uh, like, that's one thing I sort of enjoyed about this, was just, like, being transported back in time to a time when Stefan Marbury was, like, one of the best players in the NBA. It's really big on taking you back in the sense that you can, like, wait at the airport, there's an answering machine, like, all of these things, like, it took me back in that way. It was, like, firmly 90s, right? Like, But it was made in 2003. Like, is this set back in time? I have fucking no idea, dude. So I guess the, the, the big twist of the movie is that Chris Klein robs an auto parts store that clearly knows who he is. And you're like, why is he doing this? And then yeah. he just so happens to get sent to the same prison that Ryan Gosling is in. And every day, this is the dumbest part of the movie. Every day when Don Cheadle goes to work, he, he sets off the he sets off metal the detector. metal detector. Because Don Cheadle works in the prison. Yep. Yeah. And the guard is just like, briefcase, he says briefcase. And he goes in. And then we later find out, I don't know if it's every day or just that one day, but it feels like probably every day. He's been bringing a knife to sort of prepare his lunch. And then, of yeah, course, Kiwis with it. the day that we see the knife, like, we actually see what's setting off the detector, it goes missing, and we find out that Chris Klein had taken the knife, palmed the knife, and then kills Ryan Gosling in the prison yard, and he says, now it's done. Like, basically, you took my brother, I'm going to take your life. But it's not his brother. Yeah, that's even, yep, yep, you're right. It's even weirder then. But, like, you took someone I love, you took someone they love. So I'm going to kill you. Like, it's this weird, misguided... Like, I feel like if this was more... And I don't know if there was the word, if there was the phrase, phraseology for it back in 2003, but if this was more about toxic masculinity and misguided rage and misguided feelings... That's fine, yeah. But it's not. Like, it's, 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 not. What it, it's what it's trying to be, but it doesn't articulate itself well enough. I don't think it's even trying to be that. I think it's just confusing. If, if the goal of this movie and the writer and the director was to make you feel the way Gosling looks about the movie, I think he succeeded. Like like I was saying, like I feel 
disconnected from it. <laughs> if that was his ultimate goal, yeah. If if he like comes out, and he's like, look, like Harmony Corrin yep. making all these movies that are like that make you feel like they're on drugs, right? That you're on drugs mm-hmm. when you're watching them. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, it's like very trippy and surreal and stuff like that. If this guy did the same thing to make you feel like you're aloof, emotionless, I would be like, wow, dude, fucking a. But I, I can't feel like that's the actual intention of this movie. Yeah, I don't know. And I wish that there was... There's no. There's very little trivia about this movie. There's very little writing on Wikipedia about this. It just feels like... I didn't, I didn't do like a deep Google search because I don't actually care that much. But it feels like this is a movie that was made that people didn't have a lot of thoughts about. They're like, oh, that's not very good. And then they just moved on. It seems like an indie movie that went wrong. I don't know how they convinced all these people to sign on. I just think it was very early in their career. I mean... You had Kevin Spacey in it. For him, it's like you're you're on set for three days, going to be paid X number of dollars. You're going to be only exclusively in this bar. So there's like... One, you might even be on set for one day. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just sort of... It's... I can see a world in which this script... And I think I... I don't know if you remember this, but when I visited you a couple of weeks ago and we did... We recorded The Notebook, uh, I was reading reviews for this on Letterboxd, and one person said, fake-ass American Beauty. So I could see a world in which the script for this is, like, beautiful. That this is, like, a tender whatever, but I feel like the, the storytelling of it all mucks it up. But I, I can't even see a parallel to American Beauty in this. Like, American Beauty has a motivation. Like, you, the characters don't know each other's motivations, but we're seeing all of their motivations play out, right? So it leads you to that moment. I think it's trying to be something more, and it's just failing. I do respect that, unlike Stay, it doesn't give you this, like, pretentious like look at how great this movie it, the movie is not looking at itself like it's so great you know what i mean like we had right. like things in stay that was like look look how cool i am this is such a like look at all these hidden things in this movie no it's just it's just an indie kind of movie so i agree with you that it's not as pretentious as stay but i also feel yes. like and maybe this is just me knowing from what's on letterboxd that this is the same kind of movie as stay where people can see this and be like this changed my life. Like, this is a transformative experience. You know what I mean? Where it's this twist you don't see coming and this compassion or whatever and people reading into it and all that sort of stuff. But uh... I'm not a very emotionally or mentally stable person. I can't imagine being in a headspace where I would be like, I can relate. You know what I mean? Like, I, I understand I'm very tolerant of all, like, all of these type of things. It's not like it's like uncomprehensible, incomprehensible to me to imagine, you know, people having some kind of mental issues. Mm-hmm. And for me, I'm just like, I don't fucking get this. There's not much more to say about it. I just, I, I don't know what it was going for. I don't know. Nope. You know, I think I think there's probably a version of this movie, even without a twist of like a more complicated relationship. I think there's a version of this movie that works better. I just don't know how you get there. Because I feel like you need to flesh out the characters more. You need to flesh out their motivations more. You need yeah. to make things clearer probably have to simplify things. Like, I don't, I still don't know why there's Jenna Malone and Michelle Williams. I don't know why there's two sisters. I don't know why there's not just one. Like, that would have made things simpler. Like, there's just, there's things in here close to something that is good and like an indie darling, but it doesn't quite work. And it's a bummer. Yep. It's also not like easy to find. Like, you have to pay to rent this movie. Like, it's not out there. Like, it's not on Netflix. It's not on Amazon. It's not on Hulu. Which is really funny, right? Because like, Usually these movies that, like, don't do well but have the actors in them, they'll put them on everything just so, like, people can see them or watch them. And it's like, nope, this one's kind of just hidden. So, Joe, what is in Gosling's hands? Hey, Gos, what's in your hands? Knife. knife. The one thing I I laughed out loud about is when they're in the prison yard, they're playing basketball, and he's getting schooled by that one guy, and then he has, like, a monster block on the guy, and the guy just looks at him and he's just, like, balls out on you. But I was just like, oh, basketball. Yeah, a basketball, a pencil. 
Mm-hmm. And his little his uh, journal. journal, his diary, yep. What else does he have? No instruments, as far as I can remember. No instruments. Um, a bike, when he picks the bike up to, sure. to go back. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, he's in... The, the bandage. Yeah. Blood. Blood. Um, her, the girl, at some point. He's and like Sheridan Fenn, also. All right, let us watch the trailer. Um, I can't imagine that this is very good, but we will see. Maybe it is good. I'm really curious, actually, to see how this trailer goes because of I, I wish we had more to say about this movie honestly i can't even put into words how i'm feeling because it's just nothing's happening you know well the good news is that no one's listening to this because no one's searching on this podcast about the united states of leland so if you do have Rude. a different if you have an idea if you love this movie if you want to say something about this movie email boyfriendmaterial at cageclub.me if you wrote this movie and you're confused why we're talking about it we would like to talk to you if you are matthew ryan hoge hodge um yeah send us a note Boyfriend material at cageclub.me. All right, Joe, I sent you the trailer. Yep, I got it up. I'm ready when you are. Three, two, one, play. It's the United States of Leland trailer by YouTube Movies, 48,000 views. Him him getting uh, harassed by the news. Yep, on the news. And there's he's, he's on, on the news a lot in this movie. He is on the news a lot. I don't remember that day. I'm not lying. And he says he doesn't remember this day. That's the thing that they just like kind of skimp over. It was in Sundance. I think it's interesting that they put Doville first, which I've never heard of Doville, and they put Sundance second. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why did they give them journals that that say the United States on them? I don't know, and I also don't know why that's the name of the movie. I don't know why he wrote what he wrote. He said it was a funny joke, remember? Is it? No, but that's what he tells me, Don Cheadle. Staring at the yeah, see that's and I thought that you were right. I thought that he was autistic too when he was staring at the fish tank. He might be. I mean, he's definitely closed off to the world, right? So he's obviously not in need of. There's the knife right there. That's yeah. the climax. Everyone has excuses. You're only human. Pillows in his hands. People only say that after they do something bad. I need you, okay? Where did the gun come from? When he robs the thing. Yeah, I guess so, but I don't know. I guess that just everyone wants it. answers. We do fucking want answers. Suspect is son of author, which is the headline on the news article. So that's <laughs> Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey in the plane. That was like my favorite scene of this movie. When she's like, "Aren't you that actor?" He's like, "Aren't we all?" <laughs> that was like badass. But Leland is not like everyone. You want a story? You go talk. Yeah, here he's getting walked out on trial. Look, and that dude, the father's been in like a million things. Yeah. But maybe there is someone. Maybe. Maybe this. I like Michelle Williams in glasses. I think she looks cute in the glasses. People make mistakes. We are fallible, Leland. Yeah. I like this lady. Yeah, Sherilyn Fenn. She's from uh, Twin Peaks. She's one of the main girls in Twin Peaks. Yes, yeah, he great cast list. I don't know what. Maybe somewhere in all of this, there's a why. This hair is so bad. Perhaps he told you something. Gosling's hair is really, really bad. The United States of Leland. Cool. Yeah, that was a movie. I don't know that you would see that trailer and be like, oh, I have to see that. It kind of seems like a trailer you'd make for like SNL for like a fake movie. So I can't. I'm going on Google right now for the Google game, and I'm doing United States of Leland, Ryan Gosling, Ryan Gosling, United States of Leland, and there is nothing. So it's just I think I think the problem is that number one, it's not a very popular movie, but number two, when the when the movie title is longer, I think Google sort of crops the autocomplete at something. Yeah. Ryan Gosling, fine. Leland. Nope, Leland, Ryan Gosling. Nope. I got nothing, so I can't play the Google game. 
Sorry. We can play the Letterbox game, though. So, Joe, for reference sake, Mad Max Fury Road, the most popular film on Letterbox, has been seen by 385,000 people, okay? Yes. United States of Cleveland 2003, directed by Matthew Ryan Hoge, Don Cheadle, Ryan Gosling, Chris Klein, and Kevin Spacey, has been seen by how many people? I'm going to go, uh, they fucking love Ryan Gosling. But even still, I'm going to guess low, uh, 22,000. Lower. Way lower. 13,000? Lower. 8,000? Lower. 5. Lower. 3. 39.76. Jeez, that's low. Average rating of 3.2, which I think is, it's a little bit higher. I think that this is sort of, I know that you hate this movie, and I know that you want your time back. I feel like this is the kind of movie where it's just like a two, two, two and a half, three, just sort of like a, yep, it's fine, moving on. You know what I mean? Like, it's just sort yeah. of that. My hatred for it is only because, I, you know, we love Gus, and, and I expected more with the cast list and stuff like that as I'm watching it, and I see these people start showing up. I'm like, oh, shit, we have a lot of potential here, and that's why I was mad about it. I also do feel like the the project of doing every actor's movie for a podcast really makes you like certain movies less than you normally would because like you just normally wouldn't watch this movie but then because you sort of had to it just like oh like it feels like extra you mean like, me specifically yeah, yeah. You, like you wouldn't have seek this movie out to nope to i watch never would have watched so. this if i would have read the the thing if i would have seen I, I wouldn't have watched this nope all right joe no so out of those almost four thousand people who have seen this movie how many have this in their top four one Two. Higher, higher, higher. Five, ten. Higher, a uh, little higher. Fourteen. Eleven. Okay. So I'm going to read you one review first. Uh, from D- we're not going to do this guy, but David Leininger says one of the best movies ever made. Five stars. Best movie ever made. Mm-hmm. Did he make this movie? Is this like a burner account? Oh, I would, I would love that it? so much. Who we are going to play is Amira at Amira with two A's at the end. Okay. Uh, she wrote two reviews. I'm going to read the... Uh, she watched it... Oh, boy. She watched it two days in a row uh, last November. And the second one is The Last Shot, and then in all capital letters, no words. I can't even describe it. I'm sobbing so hard. Four and a half stars. But it's in her top four. It's her number three. So here's, once again, a top four that I think you can get with very few incorrect answers. So United States of Leland is number three. Okay. Numbers one and four are by the same director. And they're both movies that we talk about a lot. Fight Club. Nope. Uh, Pulp Fiction. Nope. Think more in line, I think, with this movie. With, like, more in touch, more in sync with this movie. Specifically why Eternal we're doing... Eternal Sunshine. No. But you're you're close. You're on, the, you're on a writer track. But specifically why we're talking about this movie. Ryan Gosling, The Notebook? Nope. But you're there. Okay. A movie with Ryan Gosling that's kind of saddish? Mm, yeah. Not quite sad. Well, a little sad. It makes you sad. La La Land? Uh-huh. Okay. And then what movie did that guy also make? Do you remember? No, I don't remember. Were you rushing or were you dragging? Oh, Whiplash. That's right. Her he number did four. make Whiplash, too. Number one, okay. La La Land. Number four, Whiplash. And number two, also a Ryan Gosling movie. Ooh. Um, I said The Notebook. Not Blade Runner. Drive? No. No. What is it? I don't know. I don't know how to give you a hint without just sort of... It's It's... It's his most recent movie, I'll just say that. More than La La Land? What came out since La La Land? Well, two. There was uh, Song of Song, and then there was also uh, a movie that we did a special release of in December. We just celebrated a very big anniversary of as what? a nation. Of what? 50th anniversary of something. Oh, First Man. Yep. Okay. And her picture is Emma Stone in La La Land in the audition, so... Interesting. All right, Joe. Fire ass titles. The United States of Leland is a bad name for this movie. What would you call this movie? I want to say misplaced feelings. How about stabbed? 
Mm. Seclusion. Detached. Daddy issues. Oh. That one's something. Basketball. Love and basketball. That works, that works, that works. Yep. I don't, I don't, I don't have more thoughts for this because I don't understand enough of it to actually have more thoughts for this. Yeah. Do you have any other names, Same. or do you want to end on love and basketball? I, I'm going to end on love and basketball okay. for me. That's fine. Yeah. Let us talk about the most and least boyfriend material moments in this movie. I think the least boyfriend material moment is murdering a child because you feel bad for him. Yeah, that's a pretty shitty boyfriend material moment. Do you have another one that's worse than that? I was thinking, no. I, I can't imagine that there's one worse than that. The murdering is very obvious. I'm trying to, like, dig and see if there was, like, a deeper cut that I saw him. He seems like he's a pretty fine kid, right? Like, he's not, like, doing anything really shitty in this movie. Right. Minus the murder. For no Minus reason. the murder. So he's do not... you have a pick for most boyfriend material moment? This one I had a pick for, for sure. Most boyfriend material moment along the lines of just Gosling and the notebook that when she's like, I you know, I'm with the other guy, or I love the other guy, or whatever, and he's like, okay, and she's like, like, sad about it or something, and mm-hmm. he's like, what do you want me to do, yell at you or hit you, like, I'm not gonna do it, and just, like, kind of ends it there, and I was like, oh, that's kind of boyfriend materially. I'm trying to go with something simple, and something, I, th- I don't even know if he knows why he's doing it, like we talked about earlier, just walking the brother home, just like, uh, I'm gonna do a nice thing, because I feel like this is what's supposed to be done. Yeah. So if you'll remember... Our guess is for this. So, Joe, you said Ryan Gosling is a notorious counterfeiter, printing Ooh. all kinds of new money, modern, pre-Blue Bills. He writes Leland on all the bills and says United States of Leland instead of United States of America. The most boyfriend material moment, he finds a girl, Rachel McAdams. She asks how he has the money. He shows her the counterfeiting room. He carved her face into the press and he prints money on it with her face. Oh. Then you said he takes her out to eat at a fancy restaurant. He doesn't know it's owned by her family. He pays with the counterfeit money. It's a really nice restaurant. So I'm going to say you have partial credit for... Because he goes to a nice restaurant. There's that partial credit. But I was going to say there's partial credit for him becoming involved in a girl he likes family. Oh, that, that's yeah, that's true too. It's not at all the context within what you guessed, but the end result is about the same. Yeah, true. I said Ryan Gosling is Leland. Like early in Zac Efron's career, Ryan Gosling is autistic. He creates an entire world in the United States of Leland. The most boyfriend material moment, he falls in love with a neighborhood girl and writes an entire narrative for her like Marwin Call. She's nice to him, but he's in love with her because she's the first one to show him affection. He shows it to her. She gets freaked out. Then in front of her, he gets really angry and smashes up the entire world because she won't accept it immediately. Mm. So I feel like a handful of those happened in this movie, just not for him. So again... Yeah a weird kind of partial credit that we were both in the neighborhood, but no, nobody was actually right. Yeah. So now, Joe, next movie we're doing, the only thing I know about it, I think the only thing that you know about it, is that Sandra Bullock is in it. It's called Murder by Numbers. That's a good title. I'm hoping, and I, I'm assuming, it's like a, a crime, a murder thriller. But we will find out. Also, I think what we know is if that one thing we found online was true, he and Sandra Bullock started dating after this movie, right? So Yeah, he's, like, he's really good at finding girlfriends in movies, huh? So I have never seen this movie. I'd never heard of oh, it good. Okay. until we started doing this podcast. So what do you think is the most and least boyfriend material moments of Murder by Numbers from 2002? Obviously this movie, Ryan Gosling is a paint-by-numbers book designer. Okay. In the books, he does paint-by-numbers, but it's like for gothic teen girls at Hot Topic, so it's like a lot of like murder scenes in it. Mm-hmm. Least boyfriend material moment in the movie as oh, the least first, okay. He's designing 
paint-by-number scenes from crimes he's committing. Okay. So Damn, he's, like, okay. murdering all these people. You, you sort of uh, took a little bit of my thunder, but that's okay, that's okay. The most boyfriend material moment is he designs the paint-by-numbers painting of a girl he's dating, but then he murders her anyways, too. So he's doubly bad boyfriend. <clears throat> so it's going to be, like, a, like a, like a paint-by-numbers of, like, her sleeping... And then a paint by numbers of her, like, missing body parts and limbs and stuff. He's just going to, like, cut her up or something. And where does, not that we need it in his guesses, but where does Sandra Bullock fit in? She's the girl he's dating. Okay. Or she could be, like, you know, his, like, editor for okay. the paint by numbers books. So what I'm going to guess is that there is an author, Jeffrey Deaver. I looked his name up last night because I was trying to think ahead. Jeffrey Dahmer? He wrote The Bone Collector, which was a... Denzel movie in the 90s, which I feel like this is probably yeah. going to be the same kind of movie. I've never seen that movie. I own or owned the book, but I don't think I ever read it. So here's what I think Murder by Numbers is, that Sandra Bullock is a hard-boiled detective, and she's trying to solve a crime of a serial killer. Okay. Ryan Gosling comes to the precinct and is just like, I have a clue, like, I, I saw something weird, I, I want to report a crime, or something like that. Something along the lines. And she, she brings him out to the scene, they start trying to solve, like, he's a citizen, she's a police officer, or a detective, but they're trying to solve the crime together. As the case goes on, he's knowing a little bit too much about all the murders, and then the climax of the movie... So the most boyfriend moment, he offers to help with the case, right? Like he's like, oh, I, I want to help yeah. solve this murder, I know what this is, but the least boyfriend moment, which is similar to yours, I think, is that he is actually the serial killer, and he's... Okay. you know, Not that his target all along was Sandra Bullock, but she's going to be his final victim. Like she's going to be his like piece de resistance. Okay, I can see it. That's murder by numbers. Murder by numbers. I like my paint by numbers theory better. Yeah. I go for what could possibly theoretically happen. You just go for what I word association, which is, you know, which is fine. There's no yeah. wrong way to play this game that we're almost nope. never right. Exactly. So the last thing I have to do is do the Ryan Gosling Awards, the Golden Geese, the Golden Fleece, the Golden Scorpions whatever it's going to be, worst film yes. in the United States of Wheeland. Fair. I like worst hair for sure. Okay. Do we want to nominate it also for most disappointing movie or no? I don't I don't think it's disappointing because like we didn't expect anything out of it. No, other than like I expected the cast to be better, I don't think it's actually disappointing in the sense that we normally use that. Do we want to say worst Gosling role, Leland P. Fitzgerald? I, don't, I just think it's bland. I don't think it's good or bad. It's not like worst. Most or least boyfriend material caliber role then? Least? No. Or st- again, still down the middle. Yeah, because he's, like, he's not a bad dude in this movie. He'd be a pretty good boyfriend, I think. Most fun film? No. Best song? No. Best soundtrack? No. Best cinematography? No. Best costumes? No. Best hair? No. Worst hair? Yes, you said. Yep. Yes, worst hair for sure. Best or worst love story? There isn't really one to speak of. Best Gosling scream? I wish he screamed in this movie. I don't think he does. Yeah, no, he doesn't scream at all. Does he cry? No, because he says like he doesn't cry. Remember, mm. he said he saw the other kid crying at the funeral. I did like. I don't know if I said this before, but I do like that we have a young Gosling, like a different actor playing a young Gosling. Which is when Mike and I were doing podcasts, we were always on the lookout for like people playing young Nicolas Cage or old Nicolas Cage or young yes. Keanu or whoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does not get punched in the face. Does not play an instrument. I don't want to consider his murder of a defenseless autistic kid as best kill. No, I don't want to consider that as anything. Best job? No. Best dancing scene? No. Best non-gods role, male or female? No. Uh, We do not have yet best death, but I'm going to nominate that just in case there's more than one. Best death, stabbed in prison. By American Pie. So, Joe, we have three nominations. Worst film, worst hair, best death. Sounds good to me. I'm hoping that Murder by Numbers is kind of like what Fracture could have been. Like a campy, fun, not like a romp. 
oh, this is kind of like a fun, you know, turn your brain off and just watch like a exactly what you know is going to happen. Like, I'm hoping that's the bar that we're going to hit. Yeah. But we'll find out. We will. More importantly, every other Tuesday. Actually, right now we're in the middle of a 10-week stretch where there's a new Too Fast, Too Forever every week. It's a bi-weekly podcast every other Tuesday. But for now, a lot of bonus stuff coming your way. So every Tuesday for now, check out our Too Fast, Too Forever, the Fast and Furious podcast. Wherever you get this podcast, you can get that as well. Also, yes. we have a Channing Tatum podcast every three months. But the most important thing, Too Fast, Too Forever. And we'll be back next week for Murder by Numbers. But for all things... Boy from material, you can go to cageclub.me, facebook.com slash cageclub, or at cageclubpod on Twitter and Instagram. Email us, boyfromaterial at cageclub.me. Are you one of the 4,000 people who saw this movie? What did you think? Melissa Lynham did not... Did you make this movie? She did not respond to me, so maybe uh, tomorrow, uh, when, I, when I speak to her later, I will find out why either she or her sister told me to watch this movie. Get to the bottom of that. We'll report back next week, hopefully, on Murder by Numbers. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe, too. And we'll see you next week right here on Boyfriend Material.